What's up, Whoa That's Good fam? Welcome back to the Whoa That's Good podcast and happy Wednesday to everyone. Y'all, today I'm just gonna tell you we got something special. I am so excited to announce that we have Hunter Girl from American Idol. She had my vote all season and now she's on the Whoa That's Good podcast. Hunter, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you, Sadie. I'm so excited to be here. I've been looking forward to it all week. Oh my gosh, I'm pu- I've been looking forward to it. I was like, I think I'm gonna fangirl because I've literally watched you uh, on TV the past few months and voted for you. And I know that might sound funny to people because I'm also on TV and I've been on a show that people vote for. But it, you get so invested, you know, like you'll always just get invested in the stories. And gosh, it was just so fun to watch your journey. It's just so awesome. Oh, thank you. No, I was fangirling so hard. So we, I was, I was freaking out getting to be on here. I've watched you. Um, since I was younger and read your books and uh, I've looked up to you for oh, a long time. Awesome. So it's a full circle well, getting to be so here. Sweet. It's mutual. <laughs> it's mutual. Well, kind of how this came to be, I'll tell people who are listening. So Hunter was just, Hunter Girl, uh, was just on American Idol and I was voting for her the whole way up and I just knew she was going to be the next American Idol and Hunter came in second, which is still just incredible. I mean, when you think about just the reality of even that is just insane and um for me for those who know my story I was on Dancing with the Stars years ago and I came in second as well and I just remember in that moment truly like um I could not believe I was even in that position to even one be on Dancing with the Stars two make it to the finale and come in second behind someone who was honestly just an incredible dancer. And funny enough, Alfonso, who beat me in Dance with Stars, was just here about an hour ago, just visiting. He was passing through Louisiana, and he stopped by. And just the friendship that we we formed was so beautiful. And so I just remember feeling so grateful. And um, and yeah, like a little sad because, you know, you, you wanted to win, but also just so grateful for where I was. And so I just kind of was like, I'm going to, I'm going to message Hunter on Instagram and just tell her like I'm thinking about her. And, um, I know how it feels to come in second. And just, I just remember not even feeling like I lost, but feeling like I won because of all the things that I truly did win. And it wasn't the, the end of my career is actually the beginning in so many ways. And it wasn't the peak. It was just a moment, another moment, you know, cause I think sometimes you look at those and you're like, how can it get better than this? And, and then it did, you know? So I just encouraged her and she hit me back up. And one thing, led to another and now we're getting to have a conversation on the podcast it's so cool oh I am so excited yeah I remember um I just gotten back home after the finale and you messaged me and I was like oh my gosh I was like I love you you know just having um all those emotions and such a crazy year and just feeling so proud of myself and after everything that I'd been through that year so um getting that message from you meant a lot to me at that point so I appreciate you. you should that's awesome. All right. Well, I get to get to the question that I ask everyone on the Whoa, That's Good podcast. So to start us off, Hunter Girl, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Boom. Drop Boom. that question like it was hot. Drop the mic. Um, <laughs> so um, I've gotten a lot of great advice in my life, but um, this happened a few months ago. It was right before I was about to leave LA, leave to LA um, for the last stint of Idol, you know, and we're going to the live shows. And um, I was scared to death. You know, I was really in my head, overthinking everything, just worried, you know, um, feeling very, very human. And um, mm-hmm. I was shopping with my mom um, for some outfits to take with me and put in my suitcase that I was going to live in for the next, you know, two and a half months. And um, the little, uh, the lady at the counter, um, she was talking to me and she was, uh, she was encouraging me and everything. And uh, I was telling her how worried I was. 
because I talked to everybody and um, <laughs> she said, um, well, if God sends you to it, then he'll see you through it. Wow. And, come on. and so that just sent me on my way and I felt, I felt so calm and at peace in that moment. And so for, through every show that I did, I said that, you know, through everything that I'd been through. Awesome. And so that was probably the best advice I could have gotten at that point in my life. And, um, awesome. I'll do that before every show that I ever have, because, um, that I don't think she realized how much that she touched me in that moment, but that's what I really needed. That's awesome. Come on, that's so cool. You know, you just never know when you're going to speak something over someone's life, and that's exactly what they needed in that moment. Um, I remember someone told me one time not to ever keep a good thing a secret, and it's like in those moments, it's kind of like that. It's like she said one thing to you that probably didn't seem like a big deal to her, but that's something that you're going to hold with you every show that you ever perform at, every season of your life, when it feels so massive and so big. It's like, hey, if God sent me here, he's going to see me through it. And gosh, I can think about that in so many aspects of my own life where I need that <laughs> advice. So that yeah. is really good. Um, so I was you know, saying right before we got on, um, just saying a prayer for you, and I was just thanking God for the gift that you have but more than that just who you are and so obviously you know everyone knows you for your voice right now everyone knows you for American Idol but take us back to who is Hunter Girl like where did the name Hunter Girl even start who were you where are you from yeah. all the things okay so um I grew up um in Grootley Lager Tennessee um and Winchester Tennessee later on but uh so um growing up small town um my grandfather he was a preacher and so I grew up, uh, I grew up listening to him talk and I always knew I wanted to be like my grandpa one day and, um, awesome. got started playing shows. Um, whenever I was about 14, my parents would come with me and drive me and watch me through the window and be like, Oh my gosh, that's my daughter. And, <laughs> that's awesome. and uh, yeah, writing songs, um, playing guitar in a small town and just figuring everything out. I always knew that I wanted to do music. And uh, I got to Nashville whenever I was 18. I uh, started school at MTSU, and I kind of hit the ground running, playing shows any anywhere they would have me, seven days a week, um, four eight-hour shows. And I remember just calling my mom and on my way walking back to my car and just telling her, I'm like, I'm praying things work out, and I hope one day, you know, I get there. And so uh, this this whole experience has been incredible and. It just like watching my family go through all, go through it all with me too, every step of the way. And mm -hmm. so, Hunter Girl, um, the name Hunter Girl actually happened. So my my real name is Hunter, um, mm -hmm. but I was in elementary school, and uh, the lady at the front desk, um, she could never no nobody can pronounce my last name. My last name is Walkanowski. Um, wow. Yes, eleven letters. Kindergarten was hard. Whenever I had to spell my last name, um, that is tough. <laughs> And so she would always be like, uh, the girl Hunter, Hunter girl, come to the office. And because um, I was the only girl named Hunter. And then it just kind of ca caught on oh, and everybody so would cute. call me that. And that's so awesome. I was like, I guess I'm Hunter girl. So that's where the name happened from. I love that because I thought it must have been like a show name. You know, whenever you started doing music, you decided to go out Hunter girl. But that's so cute that it happened <laughs> when you were young. I love that. That's <laughs> awesome. So you said you were always kind of wanting to pursue music. That was always kind of a passion of yours. Um, whenever you were little and when you would sing, did your parents already kind of know like you had something special to you? Or when was it that y'all were kind of like, oh, you're actually like really good? <laughs> 
I mean, because I mean, I, I I think about that for people like who can't really see, and I'm like, you know, there there are moments where you'd be sitting in the shower, you're like, am I good, you know? But then like oh, you're yeah. like you're not really sure. Like when was the moment that you're like, wait, I'm actually like I'm actually good. <laughs> I, oh my gosh, you're crazy. I don't think I like ever had that moment. I think I was just like I was too crazy to give up. <laughs> That's awesome. But um, yeah, I sang in my grandpa's church and I would sing around the house. I drove everybody insane um, singing all the time. And so my mom and dad, they always knew I wanted to do music. Uh, I listened to Dolly Parton growing up. That's who I wanted to be as an artist. And um, so they always supported me. And I just I just kept running for it uh, ever since I was little. Come on. One thing uh, that you just said that I love is that I was too crazy to ever give up. And honestly, I think more people need that craziness. You know, I think that with our culture, a lot of people think, you know, if it's not easy, if it's not working for them, then it's not right. But that's so far from true. You know, a lot of things that are worth it are actually going to be really hard. And I think a lot of people think because we live in this culture where it's it seems easy to get like famous, you know, you can post one yeah. video, go viral and you think you're going to make it. Um, but for you, even though you had like a famous moment, you had this moment on American Idol, you were actually like grinding, like you were working, like you said, you're singing seven days a week at different places, you're pursuing your music. And so talk to me a little bit about just the times where it wasn't, you know, cameras, lights, action, awesome clothes, hair, makeup, like the hard (laughs) moments and what kind of helped you push, push forward in those times. Y'all, I love summertime. It is my favorite season and I'm so excited to jump back in. We are approaching the best time of the year. But no matter what your summer looks like, KiwiCo invites kids and kids at heart to enjoy their first summer adventure series. Kids can receive six hands-on science and art project kits over six weeks, no matter what their age is, with enriching activities that accompany each project. KiwiCo has something for everyone with different topics for each age from space to dinosaurs and so much more. I am so excited about the summer series. We actually are getting this little driver that I know Haven is going to love because it's a little steering wheel and she loves anything active and also a little like neighborhood fun one where they have a water paint thing, which is so good because it's not going to make a mess and Honey is so into painting right now. And painting with a three-year-old, yeah, that's just hard. So I'm excited for the no mess. KiwiCo offers kids a chance to get outside and explore screen-free with projects like the Bottle Rocket Kit from the Summer Adventure Series. They can turn the outdoors into a playground of learning and fun. Every Summer Adventure Series with KiwiCo is a personalized experience that includes real engineering, science, and art projects. And you'll be impressed with how high quality all the materials are. Everything we've gotten from KiwiCo has been absolutely amazing and such high quality. I know sometimes it can be hard to find creative, engaging ways to keep your kids away from the screens and just having fun, but KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can focus on spending fun and quality time tackling projects together. The KiwiCo Summer Adventure Series is personalized to your family and can be received all at once or weekly for six weeks, depending on your schedule. If you like it all at once, that's great, or space it out a little bit. Build the best summer ever with KiwiCo. Get 20% off your summer adventure series at kiwico.com slash Summer. That's 20% off your summer adventure at kiwico, K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash Summer. Summer. 
Spring is a great time to start something new, right? So whether it's cleaning or a new hobby or a new audiobook, a good story is always a great way to start a new journey and Audible has all that you need. I come from a family of great storytellers, so I know Audible is the home of storytelling, which is where I want to be. Audible lets you enjoy all your favorite audio entertainment together in one app. There's always something new to discover or you can rediscover some of your old favorites. Audible has an incredible selection of audiobooks from every genre like bestsellers, new releases, memoirs, mysteries and thrillers, business and more. It is the destination for mind-blowing entertainment with selections of mystery and thrillers that will keep your heart racing. And with next listen recommendations, there's always something irresistible at your fingertips. Plus, members get full access to a huge and growing selection of included audiobooks and audible originals and even podcasts like, well, that's good. So you can download them or stream them anytime, anywhere. Audible members can also pick one title each month to keep from the entire catalog, which is some serious benefits, y'all. The newly included selection of titles makes your Audible membership even more valuable and gives you the chance to discover your next favorite thing. With thousands of titles available, you're definitely going to find something that you love all in one convenient app. So I know some of you are into, you know, thrillers, crime, mystery. And I got to be honest, that's not really been my thing. So I told Bella, okay, Bella, tell me what I could like listen to that wouldn't scare me, but I would like be into it. And she told me about this title called The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. And so I started it and John Luke loved it too. And so I'm just not on the cusp of it. And y'all, let me tell you, it is very entertaining. You do want to listen to see what happened next. So if y'all are into that, Audible is a great place to find those too. New members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash Woe or just text Woe to 500-500. That's audible, A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash Woe or text Woe to 500-500 to try Audible for free for 30 days. You know, there was, there's a lot of hard moments um, going through music just because everything's so uncertain. You know, I remember um, whenever I was younger and playing shows and just learning how to bring all my equipment in, I'd be packing up my cables, you know, counting my tips at the end of the night. And I was like 15, 16. And then going into Nashville, you know, where everybody's trying to make it in music, you know, it's a very, very scary thing. And where most people think it was scary, I was like, whoa, I'm excited. And my parents are like, oh my gosh, <laughs> when I get down there. Awesome. And, you know, I learned so much while playing shows. I think that was the really, really special part about this journey is I started when I was 14 and I'm 24 now and it's been a 10 year process. And I remember learning how to do my own sound because we had to figure that out. I remember the lights going out and figuring out, OK, I need to do this. I need to do that. Um, just learning how to do every part and just learning as you go along. I felt like all that work that I put into it whenever I was younger it definitely prepared me um, for everything Absolutely. that was going to happen this past year. I, I couldn't have done this five years ago. I couldn't have. And yeah. just to think that all that time and all that work and all those nights where I called my mom and my dad and I was like, Hey guys, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Like I'm trying my best. And they're, you know, they're just pushing me on and, and encouraging me. And there's so many moments where I, th I like, I thought about giving up just because of how mm -hmm. hard it was and not ever thinking you're good enough. And there's so many people out there, but, in yeah. those moments, you know, I just remembered that, you know, I'm he I'm here for a reason and I want to write the songs that are going to help other people. Totally. And um, I, maybe that song could help somebody through something. And if I give up now, I'm not going to get to write that song. 
That's awesome. That's so powerful. And I know so many people feel that way in different contexts. Maybe you're not a singer out there and maybe you're going through college and it's just getting hard. Or maybe you're pursuing a career that's just, just seems like you have a long stair step to climb. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's in those moments that you do work hard. And even when it seems like things aren't working out, that you really are strengthening muscles that you're going to use later. Um, it's just like when you're training in a sport, it's like some practices get so hard and you're thinking there is like no way I can do this and you want to quit and it gets hard. But then when you're in the game, man, you're so glad you busted your butt because if you didn't have that preparation, you would not feel the confidence you do in the game. And for you to step on an American Idol stage, man, how scary would that be if you had never worried your butt off before and done all the things that you do? Um, speaking of just kind of that that fear and that overwhelming feeling, um, were you scared when you tried out for American Idol or like was that your first time? What was that process like? Oh, for sure. So, um, you know, I had somebody reach out because we started Zoom auditions. That's how it first um, began. Mm -hmm. And um, so I just got back to Nashville um, and somebody had talked to me. They're like, you, you should do American Idol. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm going I'm to think about it. Like I'm, you know, I'm coming back trying to figure everything out. And um, literally the next day I was playing a show, you know, nobody's ever there. Um, I was just trying to make rent. And um, a girl comes up to me and she was like, hey, you know, I used to work on American Idol and I think you should audition. Wow. And I was like, okay, okay, God, I got your sign. I'm going to do it. I don't, yes. I don't know if I don't think I'm going to make it, but I'm going to do it anyway. And, um, so I was so scared, um, before my first American Idol audition, um, and getting in there with the judges, people that I've looked up to for a really, really long time. And I really respect. And my mom was there with me at the Nashville audition. And she, I think she had, I think she was more nervous than I was. I was nervous, <laughs> but she was falling apart. Oh, I'm and sure. I was, I was like, Mom, I can't look at you before I go in here because you're crying <laughs> your eyes out and I'm scared. And it's just that oh moment of just like, okay, I'm just going to push through it. And yeah, I was scared to death singing, uh, singing yeah. that song, singing Riot um, to yeah. them. And I was not prepared for any of the, everything that happened after. Wow, that's incredible. And I think that's another thing. It's like, just because it's hard doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. It normally means you should. And just because you're afraid, it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. My mom always said to me, she's like, being afraid is not a good enough excuse to not do something. She's like, look, you can have other excuses and I might listen to it and I might be like, okay. But if you ever come to me and you say, I'm not going to do it because I'm afraid, then you're doing it. And I just love that because like, yeah. I think our generation focuses so much on like not having any, any anxiety. And it's like, sometimes you need a little healthy dose of anxiety to get you going, you know, <laughs> because, because yeah. sometimes that just means it matters. It just means you care. And when you walk in front of Luke and Lionel and Katie and you're doing something that matters to you like it's gonna be scary and that's okay and you're, yeah. it's so awesome that you pushed through it and you'd been through so many other moments where you probably felt afraid that you sang anyways and man it just prepared you and Luke is actually one of our good friends he's one of my dad's oh. best friends and I love him so much but I can't even imagine having to sing in front of him I would be so nervous <laughs> oh so, yeah I was, so I well was scared to death um but yeah I definitely agree with you about fear. You know, I think if I ever go on a stage where, you know, I'm not afraid, it will be, it will never be a day that I'm here because it, I think yeah. fear is just showing you what matters in a way in some points in your it's life. True. You're like, okay, if I'm nervous and I'm scared and I'm going out of my comfort zone, this mean, this means a lot to me. You know, I want to do Absolutely. a good job. I want to put my best foot forward. And if I have to go through fear, it just feels so empowering afterwards. You're like, oh my gosh, I did that. There were Absolutely. so many things in my head that told me that I would never make it through that, but I did it anyway. 
And that's, I love like courage is, um, no, basically courage is knowing you're scared and doing it anyway. And that's what makes you courageous. Exactly. That's what gives you the confidence too to keep doing it. Because once you see you did it once, you're like, oh, I can do it again. And I feel <laughs> the same way as you. I speak a lot on big stages and people always say, are you nervous? And I'm like, yes, I'm nervous. And they're like, oh, well, you shouldn't be nervous. You have no reason to be nervous. And I'm like, I, I actually think I should be because this is a really big deal, you know, yeah. and, and I'm about to walk up just me in front of thousands of people and I'm going to have to fill 45 minutes with words trying to impact people's lives. And those words matter to me. So it does carry a lot of weight and it's okay that makes me a little nervous. And honestly, it helps me really lean on God and depend on my faith because I'm like, I actually am not capable of this moment by myself, but I know like by the power of your spirit and what you put in me, I can do it. And so it's so cool. Um, man, I bet that journey was just crazy. Can you think of any moment during American Idol where you had the realization of like, whoa, like my life is totally changing? Or was there a moment that you're like, this is actually crazy that I'm in this scenario right now? Yeah, I think it, whenever we were there, just we were constantly going and going and going. And I think the moment where I find, if everything kind of finally hit me is when we went back to our hometowns. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just incredible. My hometown supported me so much whenever I was just yeah. a young kid running around trying to learn how to play guitar and play in shows and just to see everybody that showed up. It, it, I, it was just overwhelming just how many people that had supported me and that believed in me and thinking that I could do this because I, yeah. I couldn't make it without those people. You know, yeah. it just that moment of like, oh my gosh, like they're here. They, like they showed up. I, I never, yeah. I, like, I never thought that I would see all those people out there. And That's just awesome. to have that moment with them, it hit me. I was like, this, this is bigger than, you know, everything, yeah. you know, there's people out there yeah. that maybe might chase after their dreams or somebody that listened to a song that might've got them through a really hard time. And just for me to be a part of that in that whole experience it's one, of, it's one of the most incredible moments of my life. And wow. we, I think we get through life because of the people that support us along the way because life's hard. Absolutely. But if you have people there that love you and appreciate you and believe in you, you know that you can do anything. Absolutely. Man, your hometown was, it made me cry. I remember <laughs> me and my family were watching it and we're all watching the finale and I was like your biggest fan. I was like, Hunter Girl's going to win. And then we had a couple members of my family like, Noah's going to win. And some others are Leo's going to win. And we're all kind of in different in different camps. And all of y'all are just amazing and, and incredible people. But um, when your hometown was shown, I was like, see, that is the American Idol. And everyone was like, okay, I changed my mind. She's the American Idol. Because it was just, it was just so sweet. And it truly, your humility just really, uh, it shined in that moment. And it just showed how much you care truly about your people and like this deep root of where music even comes from for you and just your genuineness to it. Um, Because, you know, a lot of people are talented, a lot of people are gifted, but not a lot of people have the generosity and the care and um, use their gift for such good. And that just really, really was shown beautifully in your hometown. And I love how you sat with the veterans and hearing them speak life into you after you'd spoken so much life into them. That is what got me, and it was just so beautiful. So talk to us a little bit about just your passion for veterans and where that comes yeah. from and some of the work that you do. Um, that moment um, in the finale, getting to watch that video, because I, like, I obviously lived it, but just watching it and um, having that moment, you know, I was, I was emotional the entire time. 
Um, they've, they've given up so much for all of us. And I, like, I, I, I can't, I, I can't imagine some of the things that they went through. You know, I, I, what I'd basically do is um, I sit down with a veteran and we talk about what they went through, um, things they saw during war. And I write a song about that and um, wow. they get to keep it forever. We record it. Um, we so play, cool. we play shows and um, the coolest part is um, getting to sing that song for the veteran and them getting to keep that forever. And mm-hmm. I think it made me definitely realize like, how much music helps and heals people. And I have learned so much from them um, as in my music journey, my writing completely changed whenever I started working with veterans because it's, you know, whenever you're writing for yourself, you're thinking, Oh, is this word right? You know, am I singing this the right way? Is this, is this right? And then it goes, okay, what's going to make somebody feel something? What's going to get somebody through this? What's going to speak to people? And, um, just working with veterans has changed my life and I have a huge military family and I love getting to work with them and I will continue to do that for the rest of my life because they've given up so much for us. And if if I could do any, anything for them, I'm going to do that. Come on, man. That's so good. And just such a good reminder of how much they have done for us and do for us. And in any way that any of us can give back, um, you want to do that. And I just love... I love how you hold, um, I guess you, you really see the gravity that your words carry. And the Bible talks about that a lot. It says um, your words, your tongue holds the power of life and death. And so we can speak words that literally give life to people. And um, I love that that's a huge part of your writing. Do you remember the first song you ever wrote when you were a little girl? Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, it was probably terrible. It was probably terrible. I started, I started writing when uh, I was nine years old and I don't even know like what would I had to been going through. Like my crayons broke. I have no idea. That's but, hilarious. Yeah. I, I wrote about anything and everything, but um, yeah, the first, I can't, I can't even remember. Do I? Oh no. I think, I think I do. Um, I wrote like little Oh my gosh. I wrote little songs, but I think there was one that I wrote about uh, a boy in class one day when I like later on. And I was like, it was called like night in shining armor. And I was like, Oh my gosh, my sister still has the video. That is hilarious. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm a mess. It was, it, I just learned how to play guitar. It was, it was a lot. It was a lot all at once, but my sister never lets me forget it. That's for sure. That is awesome. <laughs> hey, leave it to your siblings to always humble you. Always oh, yeah. over here. We need that, huh? Everybody, need, everybody needs a sibling to just give them a little humbling. That's oh, yeah, awesome. for sure. So your song that you put out, Red Bird, is so good. And it's actually really cool because my friend, one of my very best friends, she has this thing where, like, she really feels like God has given her Red Birds in different seasons of her life. And she had an aunt that um, passed away, and Red Bird's always a reminder of her aunt. And it's actually really cool because – Whenever we lived in Nashville, we had moved like three different times in Nashville because we, we were roommates. And she told me before we ever moved for the first time, she was telling me about the Redbirds thing. And she was like, every time my family moved when we were younger, there would always be a Redbird at the new house we got to. And it just kind of reminded us that our aunt was there. I'm not kidding. The three times we moved, there was a Redbird at our house every single time. All three at our new house the day we got there and it was just so special and you know I don't know 
all the ways God works. God's mysterious and he works in a magnitude of ways. And I don't know what it means, but it was just such a reminder to us that he had us and he had that place that we were going. And gosh, I have another friend that has the thing with ladybugs and ladybugs <laughs> always show up. And, you know, it's just his little yeah. things. And so what was the Redbird for you? And why why did you feel like that was a song you wanted to put out? Um, so my so whenever whenever I was younger um, my mom always told me that whenever I saw Redbird it it was just a sign that somebody was watching over us up in heaven and um and I remember she she also told me that whenever I saw Redbird to make a wish and when it flew away it would come true and mm-hmm. it was right before the first Amer- episode of American Idol was going to um air and I was driving back to home and I was scared to death I was like oh my gosh I'm about to be on TV Um, I, I don't think people are going to like me, all these things in your head that just like drive you down. And I was driving down my road and I was talking to God and I was like, Hey, I know that, you know, everything's going to be okay, but could you just let me know? And I saw a red bird fly in front of my car and another one and another one all the way back to my parents' house. And I just broke down right outside and just started crying. And I just knew that it was just that same saying, like, if he's going to send you to it, then he'll send you through it. And right. I was like, okay, I can do this. And I came back to Nashville the next week and I got with, got in a room with two of my friends and we ended up writing that song and we were all three just, we were crying at the end of it just because wow. we were all separately going through something in life where we needed that sign. And uh, hmm. I left for California probably about a few weeks later. And um, when it came time for us to cut our singles that we did on the show, um, I'd sent in songs and everything, and um, Redbird was the one that uh, was the one that was chosen, and that's the song that it, it's. If I had to choose one song that was a hundred percent me as a person, it would be that song, and it feels like I pulled my heart out and laid it there for everybody, just because I had I'd lost so many people in my family, I'd lost some of the veterans that I worked with, and whenever I was writing that song, I was thinking about everybody that. I had lost and just to keep going. And, uh, sometimes you just need to know that you're not alone in this world. And so getting to sing that song in the finale, I felt like that was, that was that moment for me where that was why I was there. And that was my purpose. I just wanted people to know that, you know, they're not alone. I feel like in during, you know, 2020, like that feeling of alone and scare and fear was like so prevalent. And that song, I feel like music had got a lot of people through that time and yeah. I wanted to choose a song that was a hundred percent me and that definitely told my story and yeah. about how hard life can be, but we can always make it through it because you know, God's always awesome. going to have our backs and show us where we're supposed to go. So using that That's song awesome. um, was one of the scariest moments. Cause it's like, Oh my gosh, this is, right. this is hundred percent me. It's not half me. It's not a little yeah. bit of me. It's all, yeah. it's all everything that I thought. And um, so getting to sing that song was one of the most special moments of my entire life. Wow. That is so cool. And that's so powerful just to know the backstory. And you know what's so cool, Hunter, is like you put that song out and it is 100% you. And it is a beautiful song. And it's incredible. Uh, Christian and I listened to it a couple times yesterday just knowing you were going to be on today. Um, it's such a good song. But what I love about it is 
when you listen to it, you you take it personally. And I always say that about writing books because when I write a book, I'm like, oh, this is scary because this is 100% me. And it's 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 not the good moments, right? It's the hard yeah. moments. It's not like here's my highlight. It's like here's all the hard stuff I've walked through and I'm figuring out and God's teaching me. Mm-hmm. Um, here's when I was the most afraid and the most weak and the most lonely and this and that and that and the other. And what I realized after writing my first book is I was so scared because I felt like everyone's going to see me. But when people read my story, they don't think, oh, Sadie went through this. They see their story within those words. They're relating to that feeling and they're relating to that situation. And um, so when people read my books, they're not like, oh, I can't believe you went through all that. They hug me and they say, I went through the same thing. Or when you said that, it touched me in this way. And when people hear your song, it's the same thing. People aren't saying, oh, Hunter's this and that and the other. They're like, man, thank you, Hunter, for giving me something, putting language to something that's really hard for me to say. Or, you know, thank you for giving me hope in a time that has been really sad or helping me fix my eyes above where I'm at. And so I just think it's awesome that you're using music in such a way that it really does help heal people, you know, and it helps relate to people. And you're doing something bigger than yourself. Um, I think that's something that really stands out about you. And it it stands out when people do that, when they're not just doing something to be the next American Idol, although that would be great too. But you're doing something to help people and to move the hearts of people. And that you're doing and that you're winning at. And um, I just think that's incredible. Um, I want to ask you, like, you know, just going forward, um, who, you know, because when you step into fame, like, fame's crazy, right? (laughs) And fame makes people do crazy things. Um, But I've, you know, had fame, I guess, if you will, since I was 14 years old. And people Mm -hmm. always say, you know, it's crazy that you didn't go crazy. And I always say, well, you know, I could have. And there's certainly moments where uh, fame can lead you to do that. But I just felt super rooted in my family and my faith. And um, honestly, I just, I was doing it for something bigger than me. And it kept kept me really humble. Uh, What are some things as you go forward that you just hope to really stay true to, you know, and this is not a pressure thing. We're all going to make mistakes, but what are some things that you're like, this is Hunter Girl and this is who I want to be as an artist and as a person and as a celebrity, if you will. (laughs) Crazy (laughs) to think about it like that. Isn't that Um, crazy? I know it's crazy. Um, I think that, you know, this year has been the craziest year of my entire life. And I think that I got to know myself a lot more as a person uh, throughout this entire year. And I know that there's, I'm always going to choose and write the songs that people need it may not it may not be the most commercial song or or anything like that but I'm going to write the song that's going to help people and heal people because you know going through seasons of life you know everything constantly changes and life's hard and and if Mm -hmm. there's a song that can be written that gets somebody through at least like just three minutes where they don't feel that fear or sad or lonely you know I want to write that song I want to be the person that helps people. That's, I think that's one, that's one of my callings. Like I want to help people just through everything that life throws at us. And I want to be a hundred percent me and honest all the time. I feel like, um, you know, writing, you know, you, like whenever you're talking about writing, it just feels like it's your personal diary that you have laid out for everybody to look at. And I don't think that I'm I'm never going to change that. I'm never going to filter myself in that way because you have to say the hard things. You have to talk about these things that you've been through because there's somebody out there that's waiting for somebody to 
be able to relate to that. You need to hold on to those words and the hard parts of life because somebody needs to talk about it. And so I think I'm always going to be that person that chooses to talk about the hard thing and, uh, and always stay true to myself along the way because it's been, it's been a great year, the best year, but I'm always going to to stay true to that and my my family and my home and all that. That's awesome. Hey, well, we're going to cheer you on while you do it because me and all of my listeners are Hunter Girl uh, supporters and fans and um, and also more than that, friends. And um, I want to ask you, too, what are you looking forward to? I mean, yeah, American Idol just happened, and yeah. that's epic, and that's awesome. But what are some things you're working on and looking forward to in the years to come? Um, I am looking forward to everything, just life in general. But, that's uh, right. Work, working on new music, um, want to be playing shows soon. And, um, but yeah, I'm really excited about new music. I had a lot to write about this past year. And so I'm coming, I got back to Nashville and immediately started writing songs again, hit the ground running because I, I can't rest. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, yeah, new music is something that I'm working on and writing the songs and playing the shows and just excited for life, honestly. And, um, can't wait to see what happens in the future. That's awesome. Well, hey, we're so excited for you. And like I said, cheering you on. You are just as fun to talk to over the phone as you were to watch. And, um, you know, I'm in Nashville a good bit, so I'll hit you up when I'm there. We, I'd love to hang out. I know some of my very best friends live in Nashville. So next time I'm there, oh. we'll have to, I'll reach out to you. But seriously, thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for just being a huge inspiration to so many. And um, I know there's so much more behind the music and it's fun to get to hear the heartbeat behind what you do uh, next song you put out i know everyone's just gonna jump on it and be so excited now just even knowing your heart behind it and you're just awesome friend uh love you already and thanks for that we got to chat i love you sadie thank you so much for having me on and when you're in nashville i better get a phone call <laughs> girl you will we gonna go to top golf we're gonna be having some fun that's gonna be awesome good. i'm excited <laughs>